This is a Hog Sports Network podcast. You're listening to The Game Changers, a podcast that highlights the success of female athletes across Northwest Arkansas and beyond. Here's your host, Ethan Westerman of the Hog Sports Network. Everyone, welcome into the Game Changers podcast. Today is Friday, October 6th, and when the sun rises tomorrow, it'll have been a full month since any Arkansas women's sports teams lost. It's been since September the 7th, whenever the soccer team went to Clemson and took a 1-0 loss that any Arkansas women's sports teams have lost. I'm talking on the field, on the court, on the track, on the in the pool. I don't care what it is. No Arkansas women's sports teams have lost since that loss by the soccer team at Clemson nearly a month ago. Um, I'm your host, Ethan Westerman, and want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, in case you're new here, uh, start these off each time just going through some of the results. So let's get right into it. Um, I mentioned the soccer team, how they're the last team that's taken a loss, but man, have they made a statement since that loss. They are 5-0 and in SEC play. Uh, they just got done pulling out a pretty gritty win last night at home against Georgia. They won 2-1 to in that. They also won 1-0 uh, last Thursday at Missouri. So they're just finding ways to get it done right now. Um, it isn't always pretty. It isn't always the 5-0 win that they got against Alabama um, early in conference play, but they're finding ways to win. The freshman goalkeeper, Phoebe Carver, she's just continuing to play well. Uh, she really just got thrown right into the fire. Um, and they've given up one goal. Uh, it came last night against Georgia since she has been uh, Arkansas's goalkeeper. Um, they are 5-0 and in SEC play, 9-2-1 uh, and overall, and they're really in the driver's seat to win the Western Division. They are ranked sixth in the nation. So this is a team that really you'll want to keep your eye out on. Um, we say this every year about the soccer team, but they have a chance to do something, some really special things, uh, especially in that NCAA tournament that's coming up uh, before we know it. Another team that is doing some special stuff that is, I mean, they are on the verge of setting a lot of um, records for the university is the volleyball team. They have not lost a game since August the 31st. Like they have gone now they're in their second month uh, of the a month of the year to not have a loss. They're on a 12 match win streak. They are um, really just rolling right now. I don't know how else to put it. They are, continuing to look better we talked last week about how they just um really demolished auburn it was one of the most dominant games we've seen this year of any arkansas sports teams um they just kept it going on wednesday night they went to lsu and they played a pretty good lsu team um, i mean all sec teams are good but lsu have been playing pretty well they were two and one in sec play before this one and arkansas just had a way of making this one never feel like it was in question um they pulled away in all in all three of those sets uh, LSU kept, they hung around in all of them, but Arkansas won 25-20, 25-19, and 25-20 uh, to remain one of two unbeatens in SEC play. They joined 12th ranked Tennessee as the only unbeatens in SEC play. Um, Arkansas is ranked 13th. They've never been higher than 13th. They have been 13th in 1998 first multiple weeks. So it'll be interesting to see if they can take care of business on Sunday at home against Missouri. Uh, that's at 3 p.m. in Barnhill Arena. It'll be interesting to see if maybe they can set the program record um, and become higher than ranked 13th. Um, they're a fun team to watch. They're playing really well right now. And I think that that's another team that you're going to just keep your eyes peeled to see if maybe they can do some things that haven't been done before. Talk about a team that's doing really well right now. The women's golf team, whenever Golf Week released its rankings yesterday, found its name at the very top. They are the top-ranked team in the country right now after they just got done winning the 2023 Blessings Collegiate Invitational. Um, 
they had the last day of that tournament rained out. There was there's just no way you could play it up here in Northwest Arkansas with the amount of rainfall that was coming down. But they made sure they took care of business those first two days, and they didn't have to even sweat anything. Um, they, I mean, they likely would have won had they played the last round. They had a 14-stroke lead over Mississippi State uh, entering that final round. And I think we need to talk about this freshman phenom they have on the team, Maria Jose Marin. She had the Invitational's top overall score. She went 10 under um, 134. Reminder, that's not a full three rounds of holes. That was just 36 holes. Uh, she birdied 16 times over the two days, and she held off the reigning SEC golfer of the year um, from Mississippi State, Julio Lopez Ramirez. Um, they're playing really well right now. That is a team that, just talking to Shauna Taylor, she she likes a lot. Um, so congratulations to them for becoming the top-ranked team in the country. Um, they really shot up there, too. I don't think entering the season many people had them on their radar as far as like a team that could contend towards the top. I think they were fringe top 25 even, but like they've taken care of some business. They've um, definitely that blessings collegiate invitational helped with that being on the golf channel and people just uh, getting a chance to see just how good uh, Maria is. Another team that's been in action since we last talked is the women's cross country team. They won their 11th consecutive team title of the chili pepper festival last week in Fayetteville. Um, Freshman Peyton, no, I feel like we just keep on talking about freshmen all across the board in these sports uh, from Huxley, Iowa. She's shown in the 5,000 meter, uh, as they like to call it, the Harder's Habanero course. She ran it in 16 minutes, 9.4 seconds, and took home the meet's individual title. She was the first freshman to win the Chili Pepper since 2018 and clocked the fourth fastest time since 2015. Uh, the only people to finish faster since 2015 are Dominique Scott in 2015, Taylor Warner in 2019, and Isabel Van Camp in 2022. Um, Arkansas dominated the 34-team field. Uh, the top five was rounded out by SMU, Western Colorado, Texas Arlington, and Arkansas State. And the last thing I want to touch on before we go to the interview section of the podcast is that the softball team will be playing some exhibition games this weekend in Kansas City at the UMKC Fallapalooza Tournament. Um, they'll be playing a doubleheader Saturday and Sunday. On Saturday night, they'll have South Dakota State, and then they'll play the host, UMKC. And then they'll turn around early Sunday morning at 10 a.m. They'll be playing UMKC again. And then they'll be following with Butler Community College to round out that little trip. Um, really, that first game is the one that I have circled against South Dakota State. Uh, always a really good team. And then anybody who follows Arkansas knows that Kylie Halverson, Arkansas is really good can't call her first baseman anymore. She's probably second base now with Briellis here. Uh, that'll be sorted out. But Kylie Halverson, she is from South Dakota State. She transferred to the Razorbacks after just having a really good career out there. Um, she'll be playing her former team. Um, and then also Maddie Conklin, who is with the Razorbacks for the past couple of years. She, um, she's actually from Fort Smith Southside originally. She just transferred this offseason to South Dakota State. So she'll be playing her former team. So a lot of stuff going on out there this weekend. Um, I'll have you full coverage at wholehogsports.com. You're going to want to follow along there. I'll have live stats with play-by-play. I'll give you some game recaps with quotes from athletes and coaches. Um, really just want to do a good job for you guys out there this weekend because I know a lot of you care, and there's not really a way to see this unless you're out there. There's not any live stream, not any live stats. So um, you're going to want to go to wholehogsports.com to get your fill on that. Well, on the other end of this break, I'll be joined by Arkansas volleyball setter Hannah Hogue. 
Uh, she'll be the second student athlete to join the show this semester and actually the second consecutive student athlete. We had Sailor Poffenbarger from women's basketball last week. Um, to this point, we've had three head coaches, one former head coach, and now two student athletes. Um, so excited to have Hannah here in just a little bit. So you'll want to stick around after the break. Stay on top of all Arkansas Razorback sports with a Digital Plus subscription on the Hogs Illustrated app. Get complete Razorbacks coverage in one location. Your subscription gives you 20-plus issues of Hogs Illustrated magazine, the most unique and compelling coverage anywhere in the state, plus total access to all the content on wholehogsports.com, including breaking news, commentaries, analysis, features, recruiting, award-winning photos, and premium message boards. Subscriptions start at just $17 per month. Join the Hog Sports Network team at subscribe.waco.com. That's subscribe.wehco.com. Or call 479-684-5509 to get your front row seat to Arkansas Razorback Sports. Go Hogs! And like I said earlier, I'm joined today by Arkansas volleyball setter Hannah Hogue. Hannah, thanks for taking the time to do this. Yeah, for sure. So I was doing a little bit of reading on you. In case people aren't familiar, you're from Fort Smith, Arkansas. And your parents, your dad played baseball here and your mom was a cheerleader. I'm just curious, what did that, what was that like growing up? I'm sure that the Hogs might have always been a part of your life. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't really remember a time when I didn't know what the Razorbacks were. Like I just grew up and, you know, I found myself in Razorback Red all the time. So uh, I grew up hearing stories that my parents told from college and, you know, it just sounded so cool and I kind of planted a seed in me that you know this is something I wanted to do too and I also read that you weren't always a volleyball player that you actually kind of started off really loving softball will you talk about that and maybe just maybe some memories from whenever you were younger about the sport yeah for sure Uh, I have an older sister she's three years older so she played softball and you know they'd bring me to the fields and I ended up playing with her and that's how that started so I played uh, softball until my junior year of high school uh, my dad was my coach, most of travel ball. So, you know, there's a lot of good memories that we share together on the on the field and doing that. Um, I love softball. It was a love-hate for me, actually. Uh, the failure part of that game is very difficult. So shout out to the baseball and softball players because mentally that's a grind. Um, then volleyball came in, and you know, I loved them both, but loved volleyball ultimately more. So that's what I went with. What did you play in softball? I was a shortstop. Okay, so that really is a fail, a position of a lot of failure. Yeah, yeah. Which, but what what did you like, Um, I guess, the most about softball? Like, was there a certain feeling that gave you the most energy? Yeah, I liked um, defensively. That's I was probably better at that. Um, so, you know, diving, getting balls going up the middle and making a sick play to first. Like, that was that was a lot of fun, you know, stretching out a triple, just things like that, that you know, I still get to dive for balls in volleyball, which is awesome. Uh, going first or third, you don't really get to do that in volleyball. So that's that was a feeling that was nice. Which is a bigger adrenaline rush, though, I guess. Maybe like setting a teammate up for a kill, a dump shot, or like like something like that in volleyball that's exciting. Or, you know, softball, making a great play at shortstop. Yeah, um, they're different in their own respects. You know, the timing in softball, like if you can save a run by making a big play, that's pretty exhilarating. Um, but, you know, when I set a ball and they go smash it for game point, I mean, that's pretty, you can't really compete with that, you know. Yeah, for sure. And actually, 
I got to ask about this. I saw Jalen Williams tweeted something the other day. He was saying that you two played on the same baseball team. That's right. Is this, this is yeah. true? This is true. We played uh, pitch machine baseball at the church league fields in Fort Smith for two years together. So we were, I don't know how old we were, like seven, eight, you know, we were little. Um, but and yeah, we were on the same team. He said y'all went defeated? Y'all went undefeated? Uh, we have trophies. You know, I can't remember. You know, I was more concerned about the IC after the game. So I can't really quite remember what we did, but I know we were champions and it was awesome. Yeah. Did, Small world. Was it kind of weird to see, you know, did you keep in touch with Jalen at all until you just saw him killing it in basketball? Uh, we we would chat a little bit. We'd see each other a couple of times in high school. Um, nothing crazy, but yeah, I've kept up with him. He's kept up with me and it's been cool to cool to watch his career grow and look back and see where we were, you know, that many years ago on a baseball field. And it's not like y'all are the only two who come from Fort Smith and have gone places athletically. What's it about that city? I mean, it just seems like maybe for the size of it, it's not that big, but it's definitely not small. But just kind of for the the size of it, it seems like it produces a lot of athletes. Um, what do you think it is about just that area that, you know, maybe provides such an avenue for anybody who's trying to get into a sport to to have success? Yeah, I think in all the sports there, there's really good coaches that you know, love the games that they coach and they're invested in it. Um, you know, we're not that much smaller than Fayetteville, but we have two high schools. So I think that probably plays a little bit too, where you're competing against other athletes that are also really good. You're not on the same team as them. Um, so yeah, that might play a little part of it there. Um, but yeah. So will you talk a little bit more about, I guess, your volleyball journey in at Fort Smith Southside? I mean, that's, I think, anybody who pays attention to high school volleyball in Arkansas, they know that Southside's always pretty good. Um, what was that kind of like playing for them? And when did you start, you know, getting a sense that you had college potential? Yeah, so I committed um, my summer going into freshman year. So that was pretty early. And I wouldn't say I knew I had college potential until... I don't know, like six months before that, like it was pretty, pretty quick. Um, I mean, I, I had people telling me I was good, but you know, you just don't, I mean, you're 14, you don't really think about that much. Um, yeah, my sister, so she's three years older. She went through Southside first and I'd go to the games and, you know, just be like mesmerized. Like, they're, you know, it's just awesome to see the game played at that level. Um, and then, yeah, my high school experience, it was really cool. So I played for, um, Coach Hauser, who was there for like 40 years, my sophomore year, he retired after that. And then uh, Natalie Thronberry came in and she's done a great job with the program, you know, back to those coaches that just love the game and they want to give back to the sport. Uh, she also graduated from Southside. So um, there's just a long legacy there. And, you know, that that volleyball program just continues to get better. And it's it's been pretty cool to see. And I heard that whenever you were recruited by uh, Arkansas, that you weren't really recruited like per se, like this is what position we're recruiting you for that coach Watson was just like, we know you're a volleyball player. What did that mean to you? You know, I'm sure at age 14, just hearing that, I mean, maybe you hadn't heard that type of like confidence from somebody before in you, what was that like to, you know, that somebody was recruiting you for years down the road, but already just saw that in you. Yeah, that was something I can remember, you know, being in his office with my parents and, we weren't expecting to get an offer and he offers us and we just kind of left. And I don't know if we said like 20 words to each other on the way home, we just all kind of just sat there. Um, but it was definitely cool. You know, I knew I wanted to be a setter, but at the same time I was willing to be a Razorback over 
being a setter. Like I play the role that they were going to let me play. It wasn't long after, I think maybe like the year after when he, he had told me like, okay, we're going to stick with you as a setter, which is, which is great with me, you know, gave me something to focus on. But um, yeah, just knowing that he had that confidence in me and he could, he could see something down the road that, you know, I thought I could see, but then him just affirming it was really cool. So now you are here and you are a setter, which you said you kind of wanted to be. Um, what's it, I guess, what's it been like? I know your first year, you probably, I mean, any freshman that doesn't get to play, it seems like usually the, or play very much. You got to play some, but um, it seems like it's just usually a shock because it's like you've just grown up being usually at your school kind of the star. What was that kind of like, that learning experience to sit behind a couple people and learn? Yeah, it was really valuable for me. Like You're right. I never had to do anything like that before. And, you know, mentally it's hard and the season is much longer than it is in high school. So you add that on top of it. Um, I did get to play some and I'm appreciative of that role that I got to do. Um, but yeah, you know, you get to sit back and learn how to be a good teammate. You learn how to see the game in a different way from the sidelines and, you know, add value where you can add value. And it was really a valuable lesson for me and one that I still look back on and try to grab things that I've learned and bring to the table now. So, yeah, now you fast forward a couple of years and you are, you know, right back out there on the court and in the thick of all of it. And it's not only that you're getting to go out there and set, but you have some really great hitters too. I guess just what's that been like? I mean, you think of Jill Gillen and Taylor and Maggie and Sanaya and like you can just keep going with people who can really, uh, you know, terminate the ball. What's that been like, you know, kind of getting to, this year your role has gotten to grow too, just with how y'all changed um, how you do things as well. Yeah. So we run a little different offense this year with five, one ran a six, two last year. Um, yeah. Our hitters, man, they make a setter's job a lot easier. It's like a quarterback throwing to wide receivers that can just like catch everything. You know, you don't have to, it lets me not have to be perfect, um, which lets me play better. Um, and then, you know, our passing is just, it's phenomenal. Like, it was the best in the SEC last year and probably the year before, you know, we just have really good passers and that makes my job a lot easier too. So knowing that I'm going to throw a ball up and, you know, they're going to do what they do with it. I mean, they're just, they're incredible. And I want to talk about Jill in specific just for a second, because I think it's just anybody that goes to match, they're just shocked whenever they see how high up she can go, because I mean, just at her height, you wouldn't expect her to, you know, be as dominant at the net as she can be last night against LSU uh I think there was one point where it was like the set might have been just a little bit behind her but it's almost like she froze in midair and it's almost like she had a better hit on it than maybe if it was just the perfect set what's that like seeing her do things like that and how much does it fire you up you know whenever maybe she can correct even a little bit of mistakes yeah um it's really nice you know you know it's you know sometimes you get like used to it almost in practice where you're like Oh yeah. And then you see in a game, you're like, wait, and these other people aren't doing that, you know, like the other, the other team's not doing that. So, um, yeah, it was, I remember that play actually, what you're talking about. She kind of just stopped and hit the ball. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Jill, she's, she works really hard and people are amazed by it and they should be because, you know, I think she's been told her whole life that she couldn't cause she was small and she went and did it anyway. And yeah, they should, they should look up to that and be amazed by it. So if you were giving advice to other maybe girls here in the shoes that you were, um, you know, even fast forward just four or five years ago, 
who have dreams to go and play college, a college sport, um, maybe what advice would you give them um, as far as how you kind of got to where you're at? Yeah, for me, I, um, I mean, I played, I had lucky enough to play with really good players in, in high school and through club, uh, which helps. But as far as like wanting to play in the next level, I went to camps, um, their summer camps, you know, that's kind of for the recruiting dwindled off a little, but that definitely was helpful to me. I got to meet coaches and, you know, meet the players there. Um, and then I would just say like, you know, whatever you want to do, like focus on it and be driven towards it. Cause I mean, if you think you're working hard, someone else is working harder. And that was something that my parents always told me, you know, they recognized that I was a good athlete since I was little. Um, so it's easy to be complacent when you're one of the better ones on your team and maybe a small town. Um, so I would just encourage them to keep working hard and, you know, put your name out there. Like you're going to have to advertise yourself a little bit because there are so many players, but there's also so many universities that are looking for players. So there is a place for you to play. A couple more questions I have for you. So the team this year kind of having the success that it's having, um, you know, reaching some milestones that haven't been done, you know, since the turn of, you know, the century, which that makes it sound really dramatic, but in 25 years, I mean, the team hasn't been ranked to this high. Um, y'all are drawing crowds that, that Barnhill hasn't ever seen before for a volleyball game. Just what is that like to be a part of, you know, kind of history being made for the volleyball program right now? Yeah, I think the group we have now, um, we're very aware of the fact that this is a lot of fruit that a lot of other people have labored for before us. You know, Coach Watson came in. And, you know, it was rough when when he got here and he has really put a lot of work into turning this program around and doing things the right way and creating the right culture. And there's a lot of players um, that have also helped him build that and helped us. You know, the seniors last year were a big part of that. Um, so we're just really grateful for it. And we recognize how like awesome this is. And we're we're just really trying to soak it in and make the most of it and, you know, turn it over to the people next year and keep it going. and. You know, we want it to keep climbing. We don't want it to be a, a one-time thing. You know, we can see this, you know, being the standard of Razorback Volleyball. Awesome. And last question I'm going to ask you. I think, um, you know, people don't understand how much time goes into being both an athlete and a student, how it's really just nonstop. You're having to check your calendar um, and do stuff. So I'm not sure how prevalent this question is, but in the rare occasion or maybe you know, um, off season that you do get a free moment. If those exist, what could you find Hannah Hope doing when she's not, you know, being a student athlete? Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to be with my family and we like just, you know, hanging out, watching sports and, you know, just being together, playing cards. Um, I will say as soon as volleyball season is over, I'm probably going to be in a duck blind. Um, that's that'll probably be the first thing I do when we when we get home. Um, but yeah, like you know, just being with my family, that is something like if we have an off weekend like we did last weekend, I'll I'll drive home and, you know, just spend time with them. It just kind of kind of resets me a little bit and grounds me back to where it is because it is so chaotic and, you know, so, so busy. But uh, yeah, probably I'll be hunting or be with my family, I guess. Where do you go duck hunting? 
Oh, I can't give you all my holes. Um, we got a. Um, <laughs> I promise I'm not a threat. I promise I'm not a threat. <laughs> no, we have we we just have some buddies. They have some land, and we'll go we'll go to their place. And some in Arkansas, some in Oklahoma, and just wherever there's ducks, that's probably where we're gonna go. That is awesome, Hannah. Thanks so much again for taking the time to do this. Um, people who haven't been out to a volleyball match this year, this is a really good team. Um, they're a lot of fun to watch. I think that if you haven't given it a shot, show up for one of their games and you'll be back for another. This week, uh, we highlight a game changer of the week before we close the show. Um, in case you're new here, this is a title given to somebody who's either just really excelling in their uh, in their sport. It could be something they're doing cool that's in the classroom or the community. Just a women's athlete at the University of Arkansas who's really being a game changer. Um, Last week, it was Phoebe Carver of the soccer team, the freshman goalkeeper who has been playing phenomenally since she stepped in. Um, this week, we're going to keep it as a freshman as well. I mentioned her early in the show, um, but Maria Jose Marin of the women's golf team is just playing exceptional right now. Um, you know, I think you can't really become more of a game changer than she is right now. Golf is just one of those sports where it takes such a, a team effort but she's making it easier for her teammates because of how good she's doing. She nearly went out to Pebble Beach and won the individual title out there. Um, I think she was maybe had been in the U.S. for a week. She's from Cali, Colombia. So she had just recently moved to, moved to Arkansas. I was trying to get settled and, you know, go to a college in the U.S. And it's like, oh, let's go out and play a tournament. And she just excelled out there. She nearly won the individual title. She made sure she got the individual title. Um out of the blessings this week she had the top overall score men's or women's with a 10 under 134 reminder this was 36 holes played it wasn't um they, they had to call off the last day so it wasn't a full three rounds but she birdied 16 times uh eight times in each round and she got that win out there this week she is really really good um <laughs> i don't know how else to how else to put it um, and she's, she's got a really fun personality too. Um, like I said, she's pretty new to the U S so she doesn't, she doesn't have great English, but she has, I, I was impressed by how well she could speak English. And it was, it was funny. She realized that she, while I was interviewing her after this tournament, she realized that she had just given me a pun. Um, and it, she got super excited in the middle of it. Cause she realized what she had done. She said, this just feels like a blessing to win a home event. And of course it's out at the blessings golf, uh, the blessings golf course. Um, and she, she just got so excited that she had said that it was just, it's funny. She's got a really fun personality. I think she's going to be somebody that you want to keep an eye on for years. Like I said earlier, um, really talented and has got a great shot to become one of the greats. Well, folks, this has been another episode of the game changers podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Westerman. I really appreciate you listening in. Um, it's, it means a lot to those of you who have gotten back with me and given me feedback on this. Um, just means a lot that you take time out of your week to listen to this and to really try and just get your scoop of what's happening in women's sports. Um, they're really excelling right now. Um, like kind of just started off the show with just across the board. Um, they're having a lot of success. So it's, it's a fun time to be covering them. But I, like I said, I really appreciate you listening in and I'll see you at the same time next Friday. The proceeding has been a production of the hog sports network. Look for our daily podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. For more Razorbacks coverage, go to wholehogsports.com or follow the Hog Sports Network reporters on social media.